shifted how I live and how I uh, go about deciding what it is that I'm going to do and what projects I'm going to undertake and so on. It's come from a place of surrender, of letting go and letting God and allowing myself to just be taken by and directed by whatever it is that I'm supposed to be doing, whatever I feel strongly about. It's having sort of an inner passion about what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And people say, why are you here? Why are you doing this and not doing that? I said, I've come to just uh, have an awareness within myself that I, I go where I'm sent and I say what I'm told to say. Most of the time when I speak in front of an audience, I don't, um, I don't have any notes. I just prepare myself by listening and getting quiet and meditating. And so what I have done is made this dramatic shift and it started for me when I kept getting something coming at me. And I know this happens to almost everyone that I've ever met. And I was a therapist for many, many years working with individuals and groups that um, we get something that I call a calling. And this calling is, um, is something that just won't go away. It's like there's something going on in here that you feel you have to do or that you were created to do. And so much of your life is spent in ignoring that in favor of doing what you were programmed to do, what somebody else designated you to do, what your culture tells you is what's appropriate for you to do, what your family has always done, what your mother tells you that you're supposed to be doing, or your grandmother, or your great-great-grandfather, or whatever it might be. All of this stuff that goes on outside of ourselves that we find our lives being directed by. And we don't really, we don't really listen. Sometimes it takes almost a catastrophe for us to finally wake up and realize that we were on the wrong path. We were doing something that wasn't innately what our nature was telling us to do. And so we ignore that. And then we get to this place where we know we are going to return to, the place from which we all came. And we start to think that um, maybe my life was wrong. Maybe I really was supposed to be doing something else and I never paid attention, or I never had the courage, or I was so fearful of what kind of, uh, what kind of reaction I would get from those around me, or even from the community that I lived in and so on, that I just let it go and I ignored it. And one of the beauties of uh, being in a position to be able to listen to that inner voice is that you stop you stop letting your life be directed by anything external to yourself. And you're willing to take enormous risk, which to other people look like risks. But to you, they're, they're a calling you can't ignore. And so what happened for me about a year and a half ago is that I kept hearing and getting messages about something called the Tao Te Ching. It came up everywhere. Now, I've written uh, a lot of books, 30, 
And every single one of them that I've written came about because of what it was that I felt myself propelled to do next. It wasn't some grand scheme that I had when I sat down when I was in my 20s and said, this is what I'm going to do, these are the books I'm going to write, and this is the path that I'm going to take, and this is where I'm going. It was just um, an internal kind of knowing that this is what to do next. And then knowing within me that it didn't make any difference whether anyone else outside of me, anyone in my family or anyone else understood it or agreed with it, liked it or so on, it was that real pull that I had. I call it, um, I've talked about it in many of my early programs, I call it uh, being a scurvy elephant. You probably know what that means. But if you don't, it was, I lived in an, in an orphanage until I was 10. And... Uh,